0: okay everyone we're back to talk about um well some more about like our own toxic behaviors that have um you know brought us to i would say self-awareness is the way i would like to look at it absolutely absolutely you know, it's just on the journey of healing and having more healthy relationships, things that we noticed that we did in the past that really affected us, our perspective, and our relationships. Right. So I'm going to let Michelle start here.
1: Right. I think, um, you know, growing up with, you know, in a household where I never had a voice and, you know, it was traumatic fight or flight, you know, survival, just in that constant state of like hyper awareness. Yes. Um, You know, I definitely carried that trait into my marriage a hundred percent. And, you know, I think. Like constantly looking, constantly like very aware every word that was said. Do you feel
0: like, do you feel like that maybe you're say very aware, but like, do you feel like that you took the blame off of yourself sometimes and maybe blamed others?
1: I think not
0: just like not in your marriage, but in general, like because it was easier to look at other people, what they were doing long, wrong than to self-reflect.
1: I think so. in in some situations, yeah. I think that I think for me, what happened is, you know, you know, my husband had the affairs and I think that I kind of in my mind became a, a permanent victim. Right. Of, I mean, even though no, I get
0: that. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Even though
1: he continued to have the affairs, I never let it go. I never like it was kind of, it kind of became like my one up. Right. So if I did something wrong, is what
0: you could hold over him. I
1: never. It was always less than. Right. what he did. Right. So I could always flip the situation to be like, well, at least I didn't, you know, at least I didn't cheat. At least I didn't do that. No, I like get that. I was constantly, it, you know, I was constantly rehashing, I did. rebringing I did. I it I up. I used
0: to do that to Dawn all the time. And, I did the same thing. I get it.
1: Yeah. And sometimes I wonder, um, you know, living, growing up the way that I did in just a toxic, everyday toxic environment that I almost in, I'm sure to a lot of people, this will not, it'll sound sick is that you, I think that you become so accustomed to that environment and you, your body like somehow craves that turmoil. No, it
0: definitely does. And
1: when, when things are calm and things are going good. And I think that, you know, we touched on this before is that when things are, you know, kind of just going along smooth and nothing's happening, like something inside of me would just get disturbed.
0: Well, you wanted to. You needed to create your own chaos. At exactly. That
1: moment. Exactly. And I think you know. Since then, I wish that I would have read more self healing books at the time, and I wish. That oh, you
0: I, have now. So I oh, mean, I that's I have okay. Now, like I know now, me too. It's like
1: now I'm on know, the full
0: blown journey. Like, right.
1: Right. And I definitely think that you know life is absolutely a journey and everything does happen for a reason. And, you know, I think if that stuff wouldn't have happened, you know, if I wouldn't have gone through that part of my life, I wouldn't be where I am now. Right. Like I feel like a completely different person. Like I feel like in control. I feel confident. I feel, you know, I'm healing those issues. Right. And I have no problem now if, you know, if I'm not vibing with you and I feel you're like, like it's you're okay. toxic, like you live your life and, and I'm gonna, gonna live, live my, my life right. and I have no problem cutting people out of my I'm life.
0: The, I'm the same way, but you but the, the sad thing is is in society anymore, if you set boundaries
1: You're the problem.
0: You're the problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um people it's just it's just it's just the world we live in. People do not like boundaries. No. And they don't like the idea. It's automatically like you know, just like you said about the negativity, like, I don't have a problem, like, cutting you off, but, like, then someone wants to, like, think that you have some vendetta or something, and I'm not, I'm not angry, like, right. we're just not meshing, like, you are right. You know, we're just not, and, and, you know, as a person that absorbs energy, like, I, I can't do that. Right. My, my energy is, is something that I have to protect. Right. And I can't have it. you know corrupted by some nastiness. I mean, and that doesn't mean that you're a horrible person. Some Mm -hmm. people bring nasty energy, not, not knowing, Mm -hmm. but it just means that, you know, I'm, it's okay.
1: Right. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, kind of going through this, um, and when I say spiritual journey, I don't mean like sitting in a church with a Bible, you know, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm just speaking of, you know, like the universe, the yes. you know, just this journey of um
0: Well, and I think that's the other thing is like, you know, we start this podcast and we're here
2: mm-hmm.
0: and we're we're sharing our experiences because we want to help other people and we're not judging anyone else's journey. I mean, just like you said, if someone's in a negative situation, it just means we can't deal with that. You know, negative energy comes out it Doesn't mean that we're like writing you off as a person or we're judging you or it's just not something you know, we know that we can, you know, not deal with at that moment.
1: Right. I mean, it's, you know, I think the term, you know, is like an energy vampire. Yes. They'll like, just suck you clean. They will.
0: But but you and I have had plenty of experiences with narcissists. Right. With narcissists so,
1: that do the same exact thing. So the thing. red yep. flags come up.
0: Right. And, you know, I don't think that everyone's a narcissist, but I believe that people are in certain situations and they get stuck in certain patterns that they don't realize are toxic. Mm-hmm you know, we were there, we, we've been in situations where we're in it. And at that moment, we're not necessarily thinking it's toxic hindsight, 2020, we're sitting here going, what the hell was I doing? Right. And we ruin our own bodies and our own mental, right. You know, with, with dealing with all that toxicity, like it puts us our nervous system in that whole, you know, fight like, fawn, you know?
1: Oh, oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I have, you know, Hashimoto's, you know, and I'm a hundred percent positive. Oh, it's all that of
0: stuff is, was is what is, has affected in that trauma. Exactly.
1: You know, all the time.
0: People don't understand how it affects your health. You mm-hmm. know, I was told for years, you know, traumatic childhood, my marriages, you know, up until this point, you know, they're like, oh, you have fibromyalgia. Well, no, I mean, I didn't. I actually was diagnosed with a rare brain disorder, Chiari malformation. I have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I have lupus and I have thyroid disease. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I do believe that when you're always in an anxious state or you're in a state of, of complete fear of what's going to happen next, it takes a toll on your body, mm-hmm. especially when it starts at a young age. Right. Um, or, you know, like the sexual abuse. hmm You know, what people don't understand is like, you know, it was the first thing that I didn't want to admit, like they talk about, you know, you have all this trauma in your life and you have all these medical issues and the doctors come in, they're asking you the questions like, well, have you ever been sexually abused? Have you ever been raped? Have you ever been this? Have you ever been physically abused? You know, Mm -hmm. and you're sitting there like, why are you asking me these questions? Right. Because I'm sick. Like, I'm, I'm not like, you know, I, I think I took offense to it for them thinking that I was mentally ill, unknowing that all the trauma that I had experienced Cost led me it. Mm-hmm. yeah it 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 led to my health issues. Yep. And um in my healing process, and and I think you feel the same way because you just said it, like you have all this stuff wrong with you physically and you know now
2: mm-hmm.
0: without going on the defensive that it was definitely caused by, you know, just your body being in a heightened awareness. I mean if you're always keeping your body in you know this fight or flight type mm-hmm. situation, which is mostly what I did. I didn't really, I did do the fawn sometimes. It just depended on the situation, mm-hmm. but I was usually fight or flight. So my adrenaline was going, right. I'm, I'm fighting, I'm running. Like I, that's just the way it's going.
1: And and constantly being in a reactive state. Oh, always I reactive. Always like, I mean, I could fly off the handle like easily yes. at anything. The slightest thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not
0: going to say that I don't get that way anymore at all. I Mm -hmm. do sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially like, I think you, you probably feel the same when it comes to your kids, Mm -hmm. you get in that heightened state, right? You know, if you feel like somebody's like attacking your children to something, I mean, there are situations that I still get there, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, I feel like I know when I'm getting there Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and I can kind of like bring myself down. Like Mm -hmm. I have to, you know, I am very aware of my triggers now. Mm hmm. Um, I used to be afraid to tell people you know, I'm one of those people that my body gets so overwhelmed mm-hmm. physically by certain situations like if I have to go to a place where there's a lot of people,
1: oh same thing mm-hmm.
0: I you know I, I hate to say this. they could be people that I love mm-hmm. and adore, but I'm dreading the whole interaction like my body is dreading the whole interaction for yeah. days beforehand,
1: oh yeah and you have to psych yourself up to yes. do it and then and you- literally
0: hype yourself up and then i have to use some type of lubricant like give me some alcohol so mm-hmm. i can like get through this because i'm i'm there's just all these energies right. flying around this room and i feel like i'm the energy magnet like i'm absorbing all of that
2: right
1: <laughs> right no i i 100% um you know i am definitely have a very sensitive spirit yes and you know things you know, the second I walk into a room, like I can feel like if there's tension, I can feel like immediately. And it, you know, it literally drains all of my energy. Yeah. And it's, um,
0: no, I feel the same way. I, and, you know, and like I said, those people, like, I'm not judging them. Like, I believe that, you know, some of them, they, they don't mean to, pass off that negative no. energy that they have or, you know, that's attached to them. But like, you're giving it to me. Like right. I absorb it. That's just who I am. Right. Um, you know, a person can tell me they're not upset or bothered, but I know they are
1: right.
2: You right. know what I
0: mean? Like you can I can just feel, feel the it. energy. Yeah. I know can,
1: it is amazing how, you know, one person can walk into a party and just, they read the room. It, like it, <laughs> it feeds their energy. Like yeah. the, the energy feeds them. It like, they, they thrive on that. But like, literally feeds them. And then like for myself, it could completely drain me yeah. and just be exhausted. And days. I could go and have a great time, Right, but also like it take me a couple of days to just be like, oh my goodness, you know, just, you know, I, even though you had a great time, it's just, yeah, it's, it's draining. you have it,
0: you have a hangover mm-hmm. for days afterwards. And I'm not saying that from alcohol. I'm saying right. like you have a couple of drinks for a social lubricant and then you're down for days just because of all the overwhelming energy right. and, and feeling, I, I feel like I'm not speaking for you, but like almost like a show I have to put on in mm-hmm. front of a group of people. Right. You know, I am a social person, but I'm a social person in small groups. You right. put me in a big group and it's just way overwhelming. Right. And, you know, I, I feel like that's that's part of like what led us to do this is like we wanted to, you know, share all of our all of our traumas and stuff up to this point to, to show that we're on this journey of healing and knowing our bodies and knowing ourselves mm-hmm. and um, in doing so, I mean, we're sitting here, you know, talking right now doing this podcast and I have like, you know, essential oils in there. It's like calm is a superpower is the one that I have in the diffuser right now. <laughs> And, and, you know, like I have all these crystals around because like I'm really big, especially about in my house, about keeping the energy clear and keeping it good and, and just feeling comfortable like this is my safe place. And I can say that I've worked so hard at that that sometimes I isolate myself to not go out because... I'm so comfortable and calm here.
1: I I I do the same thing. And I know
0: that that's a problem though too. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go leave your cocoon right. <laughs> or your safe place, you know, your right. bubble in order right. to, you know, grow as a person as well. But I just feel like anymore that everyone is um you know, there's there's so much judgment. Like I can't tell somebody, you know, I have all these medical problems and I feel horrible for saying I made this commitment, but I can't do it. Right. You know, like, because there are days that, like, I'm just like, I can't do that. Right. But I've already made a commitment. I'm always one of those people. It's like, I got to keep my word. Right. Which is another thing. Like, I, it should be okay. Anyone that knows me and cares about me, if I say, you know, hey, look, I can't do that today, like, it should be accepted. And
1: that's fine. No big deal. Like, yeah. some people get so bad. Oh, they ashamed. do. I, have, I mean, I have friends that... You know if you break a plan with them <laughs> They're it lying. is like no, me literally too. the end That's, of the world yes. and you are going to hear about yes. how they could have made other plans and how upset Sorry. and disappointed like is it really that big of a deal like no it, uh,
0: no. Uh, I
1: don't know. For me personally, I would not be offended if somebody no. at the le- even at the last minute said, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm just not feeling up to it or I'm you yes. know
0: I don't want to do this. But instead you're made to feel that way by people. And then you feel like you gotta lie mm-hmm. and make up some excuse when you really don't have to. No. You just don't feel like it. No. And I think that we should be able to be open with each other. And if someone's really your friend, then they'll understand that you're just not feeling it. Right. But, you know, that's another thing that is, like, put out there in, in the world is that it, it's one of those things, like, everyone takes everything so personally. Exactly. And it's not personal, besides for me. Right. Because of the feelings I'm having, like, it has nothing to do with them. It's my, my feelings of how I'm feeling that day, and I just don't feel like
1: doing it. Right.
0: And I'm not even saying feelings. Like, physically, sometimes I just can't do it.
1: Right. What about when you get those invites for a drama-free girls' night?
0: Well, I mean, what's <laughs> involved? What's involved? I don't, me, I don't involved? know.
1: I mean, that just turns me off. Right. O- right away. O- I mean, it is right kind away of like scary. drama-free. What? I mean, I, like I mean.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't get me wrong. I love women. I love women. Like you know, I'm all about building each other up, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know, we get women that are so competitive. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to clap for you. I want you to do your best in life. But sadly, I feel like women in your and I's age group aren't always like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, you know, friends that are way younger than me. And these girls are like the same profession, scratching each other's back, sharing clients,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, promoting one another. And then you got women our age and we're like stuck in mean girls.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I'm just so confused about that. Or, like, what someone else has got, you know, materialistic wise, as opposed to another person, does it really matter? Right. It doesn't. Like, we're all people. And, like, you think you have all these great material things. Well, we all die. Where does it go then?
1: Right. And then you also, (laughs) I mean, you you don't know the backstory. No. I mean, somebody's life can look super good on the outside. Oh, for sure. You literally have no idea what's going on. None whatsoever.
0: None whatsoever. And that's and that's the thing is I just feel like as women, we need to put that competition and judgment aside
2: mm-hmm.
0: and start really supporting each other. Like, you know, you see men, they can get in a whole ass fight. Like I'm talking like physical, oh. verbal, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and they can they can get past that.
1: Oh yeah, and then be friends like right after. Yeah,
0: (laughs) women can't do that.
1: Now the grudge, the you know, I'm mad at you and yes, mm
0: -hmm. get over yourself. Yeah, throw that to me. That's just like a huge. It it's an ego thing. Mm -hmm. Like your feelings are hurt. Great, talk it out. Talk it out. Mm -hmm. We're all human. Like just talk it out. There's there's nothing. In life, when you've came to like situations like I've had, I've had two brain surgeries and stuff like that. There's nothing in life that is that, excuse my language, fucking crucial Mm -hmm. about a verbal confrontation or your feelings getting hurt Mm -hmm. that you can't talk about. Right. That's, that's just what it is. Right. I mean... I'm not talking about obviously abuse or whatever, but I'm talking about friends hurt each other's feelings. Like, right. Something getting
1: said or something get missed. You know, you never know what you you say. Cause I listen to women and I've my own friends where someone will say something to someone and like, can you believe that person said that to me? And then I'm like, Oh my gosh, I hope I, you know, like I don't, think it was like a big deal. Like I, you just never know how somebody, the other person is going to interpret something and it exactly. could be something said completely innocently with no intent behind it. And yes. it'd be taking completely wrong.
0: And I have been guilty and of that. not
1: to discredit that person who no. it happened to, because the, you know, you can never, you you know, how you interpret something is, you know, that's how you feel. Right. And that's a very valid, you know, no one should discredit how you feel. Right. But I I think like an honest discussion is absolutely, you know, without the, you know, oh, I'm going to snub them or I'm, I'm going to tell all my other girlfriends and I'm going to get them not to talk to that person. When you see that going on in neighborhoods or these. This one is notorious. Yes. This one
0: is notorious for it.
1: It is just
0: unbelievable to me. It, and me too. I've never lived in this name, in a neighborhood like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I got here. I started a women's group thinking that it would bring women together. I ended up leaving it. hmm because it just turned it into a big gossip. And, and I was really wanting women to connect because there's women here that have health problems. There's women that are widows. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't expecting every person in that group to be a best friend, but to find someone to connect with right. that they could, you know, really bond with because they have similar situations. Mm-hmm. I pulled out of that really quick. Like I started it, the group is still going on um, and I'm not invited because mm-hmm. I set boundaries Um, because there was some inappropriate things that happened where some woman put her lady bits in my husband's face and, you know, to each their own, I'm not judging your lifestyle, whatever you do sexually, Mm -hmm. but don't pull other people into your stuff Mm
2: -hmm.
0: without communicating because not everybody does what you do in your bedroom and in your house, Right. which I'm not judging what you do is your business, Right. but you don't just go and do that. And then alienate a person because they stood up for what they believed in right it's not okay no. and you know this person is these still nasty to me and I go out of my way I advocated for their Christmas lights this year if their house is ever left open you know they're my neighbor
2: mm-hmm.
0: do I are you my friend no but I watch out for my neighborhood right Um. and that's the difference of people these days is that people don't think that you can have a disagreement and still be able to coexist. Right. If there's a disagreement, then they're like, you don't exist. They write you off. Yes. yes.
1: It's like, okay, well, I'm done with you. I'm going I mean,
0: back to the
2: next person. And the, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And the thing is, is that in, in reality, we all have to coexist. Right. Whatever we believe, whatever they believe, like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's one of those situations where, That's where I get into people like, oh, and they want to talk about politics and this, that, and the other. Look, what makes the world so beautiful is the diversity. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to have this horrible problem of somebody was a different political affiliation. I automatically shut them down because there's just been so much stuff happen in our society these days. And I've had to work on that myself because there's a lot of people that I genuinely – like Mm -hmm. and they have really great voices and opinions and Mm -hmm. advice and I was turning them down because they were of a different political affiliation right and that was wrong on my part you know so I think like moving here and seeing how these women taught each other did make me take a look into to make sure that I wasn't doing that right and we have so much of that in society these days too I mean don't get me wrong there's still some political figures that I'm like you got me completely fucked up Like, but, you know, unless you're really going against me or something like that, then I don't have a problem with you.
2: Right. You know, I'm
0: not judging you or what you do. Like, that's not.
1: Right. I mean, it's kind of what makes the world go round. I mean, if we were all just exactly the same, I mean, I think it would be really boring. Boring.
0: Yeah. We'd be like, what is happening?
1: Well, I love a good political discussion every now and then. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean,
0: and, you know, the debates, that's the thing is debates are good. They're great. Mm It's just when you got people that are attacking people just based off of their political affiliation. Right.
1: And that somebody can't have a have a civil conversation. Exactly. Where it gets so heated and you're wrong. I'm right. And that there's no No. there's no room or that there isn't that you can't see how, you know, the other side of the equation.
0: Yes. I mean, that's the thing is like people get. Well, this is where we're going to go back to this people get so caught up in their egos mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter what's right or wrong. Right. It's all about them. It's a, they, they take it personally. Right. It's a personal attack when it's nothing personal. Right. And there's that's nothing
1: the, personal about it. Right. And that's the hill they're going to die on. They are going to stand so firm yes. and you know, they are, and
0: that just completely blows my mind. Yeah. I'm an ever changing person. Mm -hmm. I'm an ever learning person. I enjoy learning new things. Mm -hmm. I enjoy opening my mind. And, and even, you know, I've gotten to the point where it started with small things where I just tried eating new things, but that took me to a whole nother level of just being open. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, I may not always agree, but I'm going to listen.
1: Right. And I, th- I think it's healthy to, you know, you don't have to agree with everything no. somebody says. I, I mean, and you can still stand firm in your beliefs and, and your, in your character, but in, but there's, there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. And, there's a way to be respectful to somebody else. Who, I think who, our society needs yes. an etiquette
0: course. Exactly. Don't you remember when we were younger? We weren't we weren't supposed to ask how old a woman was. Right. We weren't supposed to ask their political affiliation.
2: Right.
0: We weren't supposed to talk about any of that stuff. And sadly, we've lost those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And look at the world now.
1: Oh, I know. That's... I mean,
0: my grandma. That was one thing she told me. You never ask about somebody's political affiliation. You never ask a woman their age. And those or religion, like Mm -hmm. all that stuff, unless you're in a group of people where, you know, but you don't just go out and talk about these things and all these things are talked about freely anymore, Mm -hmm. which in some cases are good and some cases are bad. I think that there should be more boundaries with that right? because I think it changes a person's perspective. It did me if I found out your political affiliation. I did. I changed my whole perspective of you before you even started speaking.
1: Right. I, I think nowadays people are just so hypersensitive. You know, they, they people really are just are. hypersensitive. You don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to say the wrong thing because it seems
0: <laughs> like here we are.
2: Yeah.
1: It it <laughs> seems like no matter what you say, in it doesn't matter good intent, it, it somehow can come back on you so oh, easily. Always. And sometimes I think people think, well, it's just better just to not say anything. And
0: that's not true. What's What's better is to be authentically you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Speak your piece.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but do so in a way that, like you said, isn't like judgmental and, you know, and we're always quick to talk mm-hmm. and not to listen. Right. Like we will hear a segment of what someone says and go off of that instead of hearing them out completely.
1: Right. I am definitely, that is definitely a lesson that I am working on. Um, especially with my daughter, I'm so quick to cut her off, um, in, you know, just listening, slowing down and listening.
0: And I think that we're all guilty of it as humans. I mean, that's, and that's just the world we live in. Mm -hmm. But I think it's something that we all need to look at because I feel like we would all be in such, in in a better place if we just listened Mm -hmm. a bit. Yep. And didn't butt in. And as soon as they said, but, 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 you know, like you're butting in, in the middle of a, of a sentence that I haven't even finished yet Mm -hmm. because, because you already have that, you know, perception of what you think they're going to say because well, and you're it's your daughter, right. like as, as our children or even different political, like we're always, we have a different lens. We look at they're right. both all those things and people don't want to admit that. I just had this conversation with another person, but when you deal with situations like your perspective, like changes, right? like, and you, you have to get back to that point where you're like, okay, I got to take off all these glasses, mm-hmm. all these different perspectives of things. And really listen Mm -hmm. and hear what's going on. Because what we do is through our perspective, we create an alternate reality.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. An
0: alternate reality. Like I, that's seriously what I feel like it is. It's not the truth. It's our perception. Mm -hmm. And we change those based off of our experiences. And even with our children, Mm -hmm. based off of the experiences we've had with our children, we don't want to. Right but we do. And it's something I feel like we all should really work on. And we would be on such a, everybody would be on their own healing journey and being able to communicate more effectively and less toxicity.
1: Right. And definitely teaching these young girls, you know, say what you say, what you want to say, say what you, you know, say what you believe and don't be afraid and, you know, and boundaries are good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Set heavy, heavy boundaries. And know your worth.
0: (laughs) Oh, yes. That's the biggest one. Know your worth. Once you know your worth, you, I I think it's freeing to just, you can speak anything, Mm -hmm. really. I mean, I think that's one of the big deals is like know your worth. And then all
1: of a sudden you're freed, and
0: you're like, I say what I say
1: because I am who I am. Exactly. Exactly. Strong young woman.
0: Okay, happy listeners. If you're hearing this, we've just finished an episode and we are begging. For you to
1: give us a follow please
0: and give us some ratings and five stars what we prefer but we also prefer that you're honest
2: look that's great what are you doing right now <laughs> you're you're driving along you listen to this podcast i'm glad you enjoyed it now look in the next hour or so while you're hiding from your boss in a stall watching tiktok videos or spanking the monkey to pornhub <laughs> Take a, take a couple minutes and instead jump on Spotify or jump on whatever podcast you're using to listen to this and give us a rating.
1: Thank you.